My name is Matt Brown. Imagine owning the world's greatest love songs by the greatest voices of our time. in a lifetime no i hate to interrupt but ultimate love song collection did not pay for advertising space but if you want to pay for advertising space and we can get your message out to the public advertise your business out to the world and get my audience to know your business or service we can make a deal just email me at mbrown3212 at gmail.com so let's start the show The world is a better place because you are here to join us. My name is Matt Brown, and I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. It is Thursday, March 10th, 2022, and we have an incredible show for each and every single one of you. Before we get into this incredible, productive conversation about music, don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. And don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversation. So one thing to make clear, I said on this episode... And uh, we have our great friend Brian McKeon on today. Now, I told you I have a guest coming up. I said he was going to show up today, but it turned out that wasn't the case. My guest who I mentioned, him and I have quite a history together. We literally didn't like each other, and up until... Recently, I still didn't like the guy, but you know, things change, opportunities arise, and uh, me and him got into a good place, I would say, and he unfortunately had to back out of the scheduled recording for tonight's show, but we were able to make up for it. I had this podcast already planned already with Brian and, uh, you know, things worked out that he's on the show today and my, and my upcoming guests who I used to not like at all and, uh, really despise the guy. He's going to come on next week. We are aiming for next Thursday with him, St. Patrick's day. And, uh, it's going to be an epic conversation for sure. But today's epically productive conversation is with Brian McKean again. We have talked to Brian about sports often on this show, uh, and we also reviewed 2021 with him. My buddy from Staten Island on his way to becoming a big deal engineer in the city of New York. We're not talking sports today, but we're talking about music. Brian just wanted to talk about music. Literally, that was the conversation he texted me. Let's podcast about music. So I thought, okay, how do we make a podcast about music? I mean, we've had musicians on the show before. We've had musicians perform on the show before. I've talked music with plenty of my guests throughout the early run of this show. So one directed solely on music, I thought... Let's talk about our favorite songs. Let's talk about our favorite artists and bands. Let's talk about, um, you know, concerts and uh, how certain songs make us think of certain memories. And that's what today's show is about. We're giving you a list of our favorite songs. We're giving you a list of songs we hate and other people love. We're going to give you lists and stories about our favorite concerts, our favorite groups, our favorite individual artists. And we're going to talk about plenty of songs throughout this podcast and how they are related to certain memories and how they lead to certain stories in our life, both good and bad and hilarious and emotional. So I think this is a great podcast to know me and Brian a little more as we talk all things music right here, right now. So let's get to it. Brian McKean, it's your turn once again. Here's our productive conversation on all things music. This is a very productive conversation. What's going on, ladies, gentlemen, and people? My next guest is a great friend of the show. Obviously, we know how talented he is when it comes to knowing sports, guy talk, personal insights. But now we're going to 
talk about another thing, another thing my next guest is passionate for, and we see another side of him. So with that, Brian McKee is back on. What's up, Brian? Great to see you. What's going on, everyone? It's a pleasure to be back. Yes, it is. Pleasure to have you back. So, yes, as I said, um, this was just me and Brian. I think it's fair to say pretty good friends. Yeah, definitely. We hit that point. Exactly. We hit that point. So it was just other friends just rolled out texting, not potting. We were talking about music and one thing led to another. Why don't we just do a whole music pod? And this is a productive conversations podcast. We can make anything productive. And of course, a music conversation is up my alley and yours too. So I figured as we've heard your, like I said, we've heard your insight on life, sports. Why don't we just show another side of you? And that's music. So Brian. Just lastly, let's just get real cliche. What is music to you, if anything? <laughs> the icebreaker music, question. Music you- is the human experience in sound. That's the way I think about it. It's every emotion, every feeling, every action, every reaction that we ever experience in our life that we can't say with words. Um maybe like in a conversation, but we could use rhythm, sometimes just instrumental to explain something, sometimes the lyrics, you know, if you can't get something across that to someone, a song might be able to do that poetry in motion. So yeah, it's a, it's, it's a, I would say it's a form of communication. And I'm really mad. I'm blanking, but a wise artist would have said music, the great communicator, Oh, wait, it's from Can't Stop by the Red Hot Chili Peppers, Duh. Yeah. Um, which will definitely be mentioned here. But yeah, like you said, music is just one of our ultimate ways of bringing out some emotions. And we figured for this, as we record on March 8th, 2022, we are listing our favorite things about music. So I figured the way this pod will work, it's going to feature us talking about our favorite songs, best concerts we've seen, songs that we personally hate, but people love. And we ended off with the top groups. So anyone, a person plus another one, and then favorite artists, no matter what the genre is, and just nerd out from there. So why don't we hop into the top songs to kick it off? So the first one I said to Brian, can you tell me your top three favorite songs? And then you could put a bunch of honorable mentions, which uh, pretty much all the categories are going to fall that way. And I figure we'll start with a top three for songs because this list could literally change tomorrow for me. But I really did think long and hard. And I think at this point in my life right now, as a 27-year-old, I think these are the bunch of songs that really do define what I like and dislike now. So with you... I'd like to hear what you got to say, too. So why don't we start off the list for now? If this is an answer for now or if you stick to it, what is your third favorite song, Brian? Top three. My third favorite song. Okay. Yeah, why don't so we my, go this way? We'll go from. We'll go reverse. Yeah, I'll go your third, my third, second and first. And Word. then we'll give the honorable mentions after that. OK, so I would say that my third favorite song would have to be. Hmm. Under the Bridge, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Under the Bridge. And under the bridge. love to hear why Under the Bridge gives you those feels. So Under the Bridge is the first song that I ever listened. Red Hot Chili Peppers was the first song that I ever, like album or artist that um, I ever worked out to when I was in high school playing football. Mm-hmm. I remember I walked right into the gym. And the first thing that came on was Under the Bridge. And I remember, just remember the adrenaline and excitement when that came on. And then it went into, you know, uh, Snow, Danny California, like that whole, just an entire montage of Red Hot Chili Peppers. My coach was a big fan. And it just became my, alt- I will only solely work out to Red Hot Chili Peppers. And since then they have become, you know, that's like the definition of, all right, I'm going to go to the gym. Time to get ready. Under the Bridge. What a pump-up song, Under the Bridge with that power ballad. I hear you in that. Yeah, Red Hot Chili Peppers um, will be definitely talked about a lot throughout this. My third favorite song is also a Red Hot Chili Peppers song. Give it away. Oh, great. 
pro- arguably their signature song next under the bridge. Just something that's funky, something I think you could play at a bar or club now with young people. You know, one thing that I really like about the Chili Peppers is they really do span across many generations. Mm-hmm. Even my dad likes the Chili Peppers with some songs. And, you know, the guy, oh, he'll be mad when I say this, but um, I won't put his age out there, but he's of a of a wiser age in mm-hmm. his early 60s. But anyways, uh, that's what band that me and him like and i know a lot of my friends like and it's it makes sense they're the first band we're talking about essentially with their songs with the chili peppers no we're no it's it's classic like you can't go wrong with it ever yeah and definitely i figure they're going to be mentioned on our favorite groups list so we could branch on that when we cross that bridge so what did you pick mm-hmm. as your second favorite song uh so my second favorite song is something in the way by Nirvana. And now that's getting a lot of popularity now because of the Batman song. And I'm not, because it was in Batman and I'm not a uh, bandwagon person. I've always loved something in the way Nirvana is, I would say Nirvana is probably like my top band ever. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like it actually funny under the bridge, the first line of something in the way is underneath the bridge. So I guess, you know, structural engineering is just seeping <laughs> into my, my mind, my career and stuff. Um, I don't know. I feel like something about it, the instrumental for it, I think is the most dramatic song that I've ever heard. If you ever listen to the instru- instrumental is something is something in the way, it feels like you're walking, something bad's happened and you're work, walking by yourself on a road and you're just, you know, trying to figure something's in the way. Obviously, there's an obstacle and you're trying to figure out a way to get out of it. And I feel like that even after the pandemic, if I had to give a, you know, uh, a uh, playlist that would describe uh, 2020, 2021, or 2022, something is definitely in the way. And uh, yeah, it's always been very good. I've always liked it. I think Kurt Cobain's voice is top five all time. So it definitely resonates with me. Yeah, very haunting song, and I like the unplugged version of it as well. Same. And yeah, I think there's a lot to say. I was just doing a, just a quick internet dive. I see here with the release of the Batman, the song peaked at number two on the Billboard's rock digital song list and number five on the alternate digital song list. This specifically pertaining to... Um, when the trailer was released back in August, mm-hmm. 2020, and you said it plays a major, it's a huge soundtrack in the, uh, in the, it's a huge track in the soundtrack for the Batman, which I still need to see. And um, I saw the movie. And when I tell you that's the scene, no spoilers, but the scene that it's in, when they play the song, you feel the character's emotions perfectly. Like the combination of the portrayal by Robert Pattinson and the actual soundtrack, um, it just makes you understand. Unlike any other song with an actor's portrayal I've ever seen before. That's what I like to hear. That's when when movies and music mix perfectly, nothing beats it, no matter the emotion either. And yeah, I'll definitely want to hear that in Nirvana a little later. So for my second favorite song, and one thing I have to say, I wish I could play you all these tracks, but copyrights would uh, be Mm -hmm. millions of dollars for all these tracks. And then YouTube, get a glimpse, they take it away. So sorry about that. But Feels Like Summer by Childish Gambino. That song, I always felt a kidship. There's some of these songs I'm going to mention. You remember the first time you heard it. I think that's mm-hmm. going to be a theme with these songs. I definitely remember this. It was late summer, probably 18 or something, and just freelance in New York. And it's uh, the I remember it came out like in the last week of summer. And I just love the music video. I'm a huge Childish Gambino fan. Um, it could always put me in a chill, good mood, too. It's just so relaxing. I wouldn't mind if it was the last thing I heard whenever I leave this earth. I think it'd be a nice transition for your soul, not to get too deep. No word. I got that though. Like I actually, I remember the first time I heard that song and I was walking the, 
um, like the West Side Highway with a couple mm-hmm. of my friends, and the sun was it's around like you know sunset. Just listening to that <laughs> song, and I'm like, life's a movie. <laughs> it really is. So for today, Brian, tell me what your favorite song is today. Favorite song right now for me has been the same song is the first song I ever heard. And it's the first song I ever learned the lyrics to that. I remember fly me to the moon by Frank Sinatra. That's my parents wedding song. Yeah. It's a common one. It was my aunt's, I, uh, my aunt's uh, wedding song as well. And, uh, and an uncle and whenever every, she was a huge Frank Sinatra fan and growing up music was so uh, uh, pivotal and just like my family life. And, I always heard that song every time you know, mm-hmm. I went to her house. And then I'm like, this is great. And, you know, love the music. He's an amazing artist. All his songs are fantastic. You know, Yankees fan. We all know New York, New York. Um, of course. But Fly Me to the Moon is just, if you listen to the words, like, you know, I write poetry. It's such a poetic song. Mm-hmm. And it just, capt- it just captures a great feeling of love um you know what i mean yeah. and in my eyes you know i always remember that song it's the first one i ever knew the words to do you feel that that could be up there for your wedding song i gotta find a girl first um as we know <laughs> but uh uh yeah no i definitely could see it up there i think that probably make my aunt cry um but definitely absolutely yeah i feel like wedding songs and i in my honorable mention there's there's one i would like on but I've always looked at wedding songs. They're more old school and classic. Mm-hmm. There's not a lot of uh, wedding songs, I think, that I've heard that could be uh, used in, say, like the last decade of what? It's not a, is there like. No, I get that. Yeah, it's like, it's like, Dan, it's. Um... If I play a trap, so- trap love song. Yeah, like dance. I would say that the last true, like, I don't know. I'm guessing you could probably pick like a Ed Sheeran, maybe, or maybe like a Maroon Five, like a Sunday morning, like, like, like really. This like after mm-hmm. that, like 2010, I think wedding song started. We've capped it off now. <laughs> the end of an era. Yeah, yeah, it was always funny. Like when you compare the generations with music and dances, like there was a time like when our parents were meeting. Oh. I met your husband. Oh, I met your father like at a dance club. And there was like, I don't know, the Bee Gees were playing or a Barry White or, you know, name those old romantic artists, an Elton John song, maybe a Beatles song. And then when I'm like, they're going to be a tie with our generation. Yeah, I saw your I saw your mom at the club and we were uh, doing she was a. we were all grinded up on each other and uh, so the true. DJ was bouncing around and <laughs> they dropped it back on me. And I'm like, Oh, you're so right. Yeah. Like my mom and dad, um, <laughs> my parents met in Atlantic city at a nightclub and I'm, I'm just guessing the time period. It has to either be like whole notes or like Duran Duran yeah, yeah. In the background. So I'm just like me, I'm like, I'm out of the club right now and I hear pop smoke or it's like <laughs> a little Uzi vert playing. Yeah. And I'm like, this is, this is my, this is my reality. <laughs> <laughs> I always found that funny. So I think with the honorable mention, I figure well, we'll just go five minutes, just list off some of these honorable mentions we've we've jotted down and whatever story, because these all I have like a story with. For instance, yeah, same. I picked one, one by Metallica. Metallica is a go-to band I listen to in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what that song, if anyone's heard it, it just it starts out with almost like a power battle and then just turns to this like almost warlike heavy riffs and some pretty scary lyrics, you know, when they have like, you know, darkness envisioning me, all that I see absolute horror. Mm-hmm. I mean, don't get too follow too deep in the lyrics, but that song just rocks and bounces around. I like that. Um, Big Papa. Oh, classic. Biggie Smalls obviously a classic song and then like one of the first times heck honestly probably is the first first time when i ever felt like man i see i long story short just like the first time like i ever really shot my shot with a female that was playing in the background i said but i don't care like that was the song that was playing in the background which also sometimes it kind of cringe when you hear it but 
I like this song because it's just so relaxed. And that was the first time. You know what? You got to shoot your shot in this world, Matt. And then at Word. the bar that night on a January night, I I don't want to say the age because we'll say in my, in my late teens, early 20s, when I finally, because I definitely have people who heard, heard the show who know exactly what I'm talking about. But um, yeah, like late teens, early 20s, when I finally learned to shoot my shot, that was the first song playing with this girl who will be mystery. We'll call him mystery. And, uh, I love it. and that was, uh, that's why I always uh, laugh and smile when that, when I hear that, what are some of your songs you got? All right. So I got five out of row mentions and right mm-hmm. now we'll start off with pursuit of happiness by kid Cuddy and Ooh. stolen dance by milky chance. Those are my two college songs stolen dance by milky chance was the first song I heard at a college for at a college party. Went to the, with the frat. I was a freshman mm-hmm. and I was absolutely, it was the first time I ever got like really drunk and I was just like, <laughs> life is great. Like I, yeah. I just, I just hooked, I just made out with the girl in the corner. I'm like, I love college. I love college. <laughs> it's hey. been here for a week. Another great song. Um, I love college by Asher Roth. <laughs> fantastic. And then uh, <laughs> Pursuit of Happiness, Kid Cudi. Wherever I could be at a 80th birthday party or a <laughs> kid's graduation or a party in someone's apartment, if that comes on, it's the party's getting amped. It just it's a it's a crowd pleaser. From there, Juicy by Biggie because that's the first. Um, that's like my family. I could say all, like my mom, my dad, my brothers and sisters. All of us know all the words to that. No doubt in my mind, we could sing that along in a car. That's what we listen to while we do road trips. Straight just '90s old school rap. Um, it was and a then dream exactly. Um, Everlong by Foo Fighters just great great song uh, it's like you know i have to fall off of nirvana uh, mm-hmm. bringing up with food fighters and then no rain by blind melon <laughs> oh man what a just to, just uh, stoner to song. Stuff. exactly <laughs> just to add some hippiness to it that that is hilarious that's a song that i will laugh at when i see that's what I mean. <laughs> it, it, it comes on it's like you want to like put your arms out and just start like dancing like in the right? flower fields and just vibe yo another song i put the Time Is Now by John Cena. I think like anyone who grew up in the 2000s knows exactly, wrestling fan or not, you know shit's about to go down when you hear that. And like, oh, that no must word. be cool. That is just so specific. Like, you know, like that's John Cena. He has a word. literal theme song oh, for his best. whole life. I also really like Ka- Kaita, but I'm, I'm, I should not mispronounce this, but I know Kaita the song. by I know Bad Bunny. Yeah, I mean, that makes me bounce around and Safiera even more like that's there are a few there are songs that like I dream that this is played at the bar. That's one of them for sure. Now we're I feel that I also put Dirty Diana by The Weeknd. And I remember okay, the good. first time I heard the Michael Jackson remix or um, Michael Jackson cover. And there wasn't a lot to do, you know, I was 17 with my friends, there's a beach where I live in Norwalk. We were trying to sneak on it. Mm-hmm. And I remember my friend Lauren was like, you need to hear this shit. This shit's about to change your life. I swear to God, this guy knows how to go in. I said, who is this? The weekend and probably like 99% of people are like, oh, what's that band like? It's like, no, word, yeah. the it's weekend a is a person. And I was like, wow, this guy who sounds like Michael Jackson and has a little twist. And then just some other ones. I love Poetic Justice by Kendrick and Drake. Um, always puts me in a good mood. Uh, love Me Sexy by Will Ferrell from the movie Semi-Pro. Very good. <laughs> and um, Smoking Out the Window by Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock Bounces. And then last but not least, I put More Than a Woman and Staying Alive by the Bee Gees. Oh, phenomenal. phenomenal. Mainly my parents love that music. And like more than a woman be like, what a great that has to be dream moments dancing with your dream girl that has to play in the background that must be played. And I'm like, I know this is the one DJ. Here's two two hundred dollars. Please play this yeah. while she's getting a drink real quick. It doesn't see me being desperate. <laughs> I have one song that just popped my brain. 
um montel jordan this is how we do it and <laughs> vivid reason it's uh senior year of college last year and i just broke up with my ex and we're all going out for like the first time that a bunch of us were single right and i put we're all getting ready i'm doing my hair in the bathroom put this song on and everyone looks and i go it's it's time to have fun. This is how we do it. And it's just hit hit right at that, that time. time to have this fun. Is, yeah. This is how we do it. And we just went on a tear that night and it was just so, fu- so fucking funny. Another dream bar song. Yes. Dream. Can I name one song? All right. I'm going to get really, I'm going to just tell it this story, right? So I was hanging out with a female, wonderful person. I hope she's well. Very nice. And right. Um, so long story short, okay, I'm going to say this. So it was still living at home at the time. And it was a time when the house was available and she encouraged us to hang out there. And we hung out as responsible adults doing responsible consenting things. You know, one leads to another and it's good, you know, high fives all over the place. <laughs> So uh, I have to drive her back home and uh, the song, I swear to God, that goes off the shuffle that may or may not connect with what we were doing prior is the song. I just had sex by Lonely Island. Oh, my God. And this. um, So just alone in the car, I'm driving her home and there was a little connection we both had to this song. Right. Mm-hmm. And then just sang at the top of our lungs, driving down, put it on repeat twice. The great Eddie Saber oh. bouts it while I'm driving her home. And I was like, there is no it's a movie scene. There could not only movie scene, there could be no more serendipity of the right place at the right time right here where someone's just so on your page with doing this. I love and, that. And it was great. And I never saw her again. She, That's uh, <laughs> She, it is. She texted even with this fun. She was like, oh, you know, typical. You're a really great guy. Just don't see us being. Uh, uh, I don't see us going in <laughs> more. OK, I'll take this. I literally was like, OK, I said like the nicest thing. And and I have that to share on this pod. Listen, we're general and through and through. Yes, exactly. Can I be more fun? That was a real just fun moment right there, driving back home with that song after that thing that we may or may not um, have that connection with. You can assume. <laughs> Anyways, um, is there any other songs that uh, you want to mention? Me. Yeah, it's all for me. Cool, cool. And another one is Friday. This is Saturday, Sunday. Oh, my God. Perfect. That shit hits right now in 2022. Oh, I want to listen to that right now. Yeah. Oh, man. So. Let's now go with the concerts. I love concerts. I literally have it in my parents' blood, or my mom's blood in particular. She goes to so many shows. She's seen all. She's seen them all. She's literally seen Bruce Springsteen literally over a hundred times. Oh my god! Aerosmith, Queen, Lady Gaga, Elton John. The list goes on. I have that blood. Mm-hmm. So I love going to concerts, and I love listening to live music all the time, oh, especially in the gym. So. For me, the songs that really stuck out, one of my very first concert was Bon Jovi at Madison Square Garden, 2011. And that just went in with my friend Ryan, who's been on the show. You've done a show mm-hmm. with him. He was part of the 2022. Yeah. By the way, he said some great things about you. He said you're an awesome dude. I have the text. Oh, thank on you. It. Yeah. Got to see uh, that. I went to, went to our first concert together. Like We were in the, in the blue seats of you know, Madison Square Garden. Mm-hmm. And then... Yeah. My mom and his mom and then their friend were two rows behind us and we bounced around. This was surreal. Oh, it's dope. Yeah. So that really sticks out. I saw Kendrick Lamar, Travis Scott at Barclays. Oh, it must have been electric. Oh, yeah. It was it was something else. It really was. And Travis opened for Kendrick. And I think it was relatively I think if you're in college, it was a pretty big deal, but he wasn't a major yeah. headliner, but you essentially oh, got yeah. Two headliners, and I know Travis Scott's uh, um, has a ways to go since what happened with Astro World, but uh, yeah. still, that dude put on a hell of a show, and you can't take that away from him. And then Kendrick Lamar's, I think, the best 
I'll go in with with my artist takes, but he's just one of the most talented rappers we will ever see. Yeah, I think he's the best lyricist of the last twenty years. I would say. Yeah, him and Eminem. And probably my favorite concert saw Chance the Rapper, Hartford, Connecticut. You know what's sad? There was four people who opened for him, like relatively big. One was like. Mm -hmm. The guy said, I spy with my little eye. I forgot that guy's name. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I forget his name too. Um, Dej Loaf, I do remember. She was, she was popping. And then there was two other people over for him. But the thing is, this concert, it was probably fit about 100,000 people, this like open concert area. Mm-hmm. And it was like the apocalypse. I went with my younger brother, Brendan, my good friend, Nick White, um, who's now in Norway or something. <laughs> he travels the world all the time. But uh, that's just dope. Yeah, he used to go to NYU and we would chill a lot there. But um, this this it was literally like a war zone. People were fucked up off of tall boys and what and seltzers and everyone just like this is like a hardcore summer, like middle July, as best summer vibes Rave. you can get. And Love yeah, that. Raven and. I the thing with the war zone, people drug. You literally saw people like passed out. I remember I yeah, saw drugged up. I saw people, yeah, you know, whatever name the drug. They're definitely on it. I remember seeing someone getting carted off, and their leg was to the side. Oh, oh! I mean, that's, that's no good. That's no good. Not to get too graphic, but but that and so I saw and I the like the day after it said fifty people went to the hospital in that, in that concert. It wasn't me, mom. It wasn't me. Nope. But shit, we literally survived, bro. And there was moshing all over. And oh my god. And I mean, we drove an hour and a half home that night too. And I remember we went to McDonald's. My brother's trying to be funny. He's got goes to the innocent McDonald's worker at like three in the morning. I want a whopper. And then he just heard the three a.m. drive-through guy take a deep breath. He's like. Either order something real or get the fuck off my register. And then and then we were like, you know what? Fuck you. We are going to Burger King, but it's three in the morning. Jokes on us. But Burger King was closed. We went to the other McDonald's on the other side of town. And um, beyond that, Chase just put a hell of a show. This was right after calling book three. So he was probably the biggest rapper at the time. 2017 and uh those that would can't take it back. Nothing beats a good concert story. No word. All right, you ready for my uh, very interesting list? Absolutely, bring it. I've never been to a concert before. You've never been to a concert before? Never. I've only ever gone to my brother's shows when he's DJed. So my yeah. brother is a professional uh, touring EDM DJ. His name is uh, DJ Four B. So. Hopefully one day he'll, he'll be on this podcast to talk about the life of a professional DJ. Looking um, forward to that. Oh, it's going to happen. You know, that's going to happen. Yeah. Um, so, you know, yes, sir. Uh, I would say the best concert I ever went to was that this summer he woke me up at 3 a.m. I was staying at his house for a few days in the summertime. We just went out. I was fucked up, went to bed. Mm-hmm. I went to bed by like 3, wake up at 4. He wakes me up at 4. Yo, 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 get, pack your bags. We're, we're flying to Arizona. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? I'm, I'm shit-faced still. What are you doing? <laughs> He's like, pack your bags. We're going to Arizona. I have a job. I didn't tell you. Surprise. Man booked me first-class tickets. Arizona, me and him, we went to Tempe, Arizona. He DJed and it was the most iconic thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Absolutely insane. And then we flew back the next day. Amazing. And then a week later, he DJed in Atlantic City. um, And I actually got a tattoo of his name in the middle of the DJ booth at a pool party at HQ at Ocean. So I would say that the summer was amazing um, in regards to just living life and having fun. But yeah, concerts I want to go to, I would like to see Post Malone and I'd like to see Elton John. Oh, yeah, bro. Elton John, he's this is his last tour. That's the movie trying to get his, yeah, to his farewell out. tour. And I think it'd be worth if you travel anywhere in the country for that. Oh, word. Absolutely. So you only, only see Elton John once. Yeah. And bro, I've seen your brother's Instagram stories. 
that dude's talented. There's a reason why Shaq hangs out with him. Yeah, I love to fun. see. I love seeing how um, he engages with his crowd, and uh, yeah, looking forward to talking with him and uh, learning about that lifestyle. And I mean, it's a solid following, hundreds of thousands of followers, millions of views on his uh, all across his platforms. He's really making a name for himself. So yeah, I'm very very proud. Very proud. Definitely shout to DJ Four B for that, and. Um, yeah, dude. I guess the other just dream concerts, and I'm trying to, and maybe you, maybe you could uh, come and f- finesse with me. But in August of 2022, Red Hot Chili Peppers are coming to MetLife. Oh, word, I'm putting it right down on the post-it right now. Yeah, that's that would truly make my. F- that would I don't want to go as far as say make my life, but I was like, you know what? I saw the Red Hot Chili Peppers in concert. I saw Kendrick, my favorite rapper. I don't have to go to a concert again, but I mean, I'll still try to get in, of course, but yeah, that, that would be a really, really awesome moment for me. And, and yeah, the, uh, the chili peppers, I just really hope I can see them uh, on a tour this summer and hopefully you're there too. And specifically, I'll try. Let's go. August 17th at MetLife stadium. Word. I'm down. Hell yeah, I've seen the Giants lose plenty of embarrassing games. I need to get a nice solid win. That's a Wednesday night, so definitely no work the next day. Oh yeah. <laughs> like that's mine. And also Rage Against the Machine. I'd love to see them in mm. concert. They're gonna be the garden, I think, the week prior. So that would be lit. Now back to the songs. What are some songs that you hate but other people love? Like for me, In My Feelings by Drake, when that was big, I couldn't mm. stand it. This song literally sucks. I don't, it's not popping. It's only popular from whatever that challenge was. And like, I just don't get you, people, but yeah, nothing. I feel that. Um, sometimes I think Mr. Brightside by The Killers. Overplayed, very overplayed. Like that song, I don't know what happened. It was just like, five years ago, like, let's play this at every single function. We're going to play this at Everything. every club, every bar, every wedding. They played at the gym. They played out of the library when it's supposed to be silent. Mr. Brightside. They, yeah. they don't realize how sad it is. Yeah, it's about a, like a very sad song. Yeah, this is about a guy who's seeing his girlfriend cheating on him. How it was a kiss. How did it end up like this? And then I was like, oh. Yeah, everyone in the bar, everyone in the bar is screaming it, and it's just like, wait a second, um, you trying to tell me something? (laughs) (laughs) And not to knock the killers, they made an anthem, but like you said, overplayed, overplayed. It's the worst thing about music. Once it gets overplayed, it could be, it could have been great. It just dies. Yeah, it'll take a long time to fall in love with it again. Then my other two, fuck sweet Caroline, that the people in Boston play. Great. That's overplayed. It's corny. It's uh, it's stupid. Just straight up stupid. When the uh, annoying people at Fenway sing it, and uh, I mean, what a disgrace that is. And then we have um, build me a buttercup. Yeah, you know, yeah, that's a, that's that's a pretty shitty one. And the reason why another overplayed song that the typical you'll find in our songs, white people love playlists and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I remember after a really awkward formal, like nothing truly embarrassing happened, but like, you know, I just spent a night with somebody who at the formal who uh, we just didn't mesh. Nothing wrong. Yeah. I don't have a bad thing to say about this one. Maybe some other dates I do, but not this one. <laughs> and um the last song was build me a buttercup from that formal. And that was like the only time I saw him. I was like smiling next to me. They would just smile with their friends, but I was like, uh, yeah, I hate this song. Oh, it's so cringy. Those are, so those are my songs that people love, but I hate. All right. So first one, closing time, semisonics. It's just overplayed. <laughs> I've heard it so many times in a bar and it, shit face and it just like gets me mad i'm like no i want to continue stop don't don't cue the music it's not like i'm at an oscars uh, award acceptance and i'm talking about climate change like leo and they already <laughs> cued the music and always um, played at the end of something the end uh, always the la- and they think 
this is the first time people are gonna hear this. Yeah, no, <laughs> while, like, like, while this bar closes, <laughs> and then any Kanye West song after the Watch the Throne album. I'm Ooh. an old Kanye guy, and I don't like new Kanye. I won't even list the song. I'm just saying anything after 2012. Watch the Throne album. I think it was 2012. He just yeah. he got he just changed after that. I think he fully took off, and it just never became the same. So no Yeezus, no Life of Pablo, Donda, nope. all that. Nothing. Fuck Nothing. <laughs> nope. I only only old Kanye. Okay. Okay. It's so Kanye. Really it's it. Kanye, and and then after that, it's 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 yay, and I don't fuck with yay. Did you see Genius yet on Netflix? I have not. I want to watch it, but I'm also from Staten Island, so it's like obviously I got to side with Skeet. You know what I mean, right now, Pete <laughs> Davidson. So it's like no wonder why I'm not liking him. Yeah, I I have to say he's going OD. Like, like bro, trying too hard. You literally have a lookalike of your ex-wife just which is a creepy enough but i'm like just focus on that part and i love kanye I and i and i do like some of the new kanye too but he doesn't help his cause with the uh no he doesn't one, he's gonna he's I'm gonna hurt saying, his relationship with his kids that's what he's gonna really hurt exactly one have a don to two be 200 dollars and hard to find but i heard it last this i was just whoever i was with we were bumping it and there were some, there was like two bangers I liked out of it. And uh, then just like this creepy video of him and you're just going to have more people side with Pete Davidson. And, ugh. and it's just disappointing because genius is, is definitely let me know when you see it. One of my no, favorite docs and best structured docs ever. We pretty much just see Kanye. This, he just thought, man, let me have this guy videotape me as I start my career. And it paid old off Kanye, 20 years. Yeah, like you Old see, Kanye. you clearly see he was a normal person before this all happened and fame changed him. And then he took off greed and fame, do a lot of things. Yeah, and I think it's fairly represented. It's a fair representation of Kanye on all aspects. It spans from 1999 to 2021. And I think the director does a great job portraying him in a fair manner, too. No worries. I'll also... It's very inspiring, and you see how uh, how much he gave a shit, and I think that's at least what made him get on top and get signed. All, all in all, I think it just shows how important self preservation is. Mm. And when you see him do this stuff and act like a jackass, it's sad because it takes that shit away. No, absolutely. No one's gonna remember it. They're just gonna remember what he's doing now. Literally. So now we have this. I said. Put it up from our favorite groups to our favorite artists with some honorable mentions thrown in there. So with groups from my top, uh, we'll go from five on yeah. and we'll just name the list. So I said the Beatles, Nirvana, Led Zeppelin, Metallica, Red Hot Chili Peppers. Those are my favorite groups okay. of more than one person with honorable mention, Rage Against Machines, fun. And um, yeah, I just, all good song, whether it's the Beatles, I mean, any type of emotion, they have a perfect song that that fits that. Nirvana helps bring out those times of struggle and obstacles and putting that into art. Led Zeppelin, just anthems that will never go away. Get you in a good mood, get you pumped up. And just hella fun. Metallica, that's as heavy as I'll go when it comes mm-hmm. to like how heavy rock. I'm not into the screamo. I guess yeah, maybe a little rock. more system of a down. I like some of their songs, but pretty much Metallica. I'm always pumped up. I will always have energy to do stuff if I hear a good Metallica song. Mm-hmm. And then Red Hot Chili Peppers, favorite Iconic. band. As I mentioned, Dream Concert, as iconic as you can go. Whether you're trying to get funky, whether you're trying to get sentimental, whether you're just trying to rock the fuck out, whether you're just trying to chill on the beach, they have a song for all that shit. Everything. And they're, they stayed together for a reason, and that's why they're on a stadium tour, and, then, and they've been in the business for 40 years. There's a reason why. Audiences love them for a reason. I've always heard they're an amazing band live, too, so oh, I hope good. we can, uh, I hope we can see it. Yeah. So that's my list. 
All right, my top five groups. One, I'm gonna go Nirvana. The Nevermind and In Utero albums are like my two favorite albums ever. I have a ton of posters back home for them. Um, mm-hmm. I just like I feel like um, just they're they're the song you listen to when you're going through a, a dark time and you need to also understand that other people have gone through it and that you know you could you know it's it's dark it's definitely you know puts you in that you know sad boy vibe but it also at that sometimes you need that just a little bit to just you know give yourself a little 24-hour pity party uh listen to some nirvana and just you know deal with the feelings uh two red hot chili peppers like you they're probably like my favorite overall band i think nirvana mm-hmm. right now is like my favorite band just because of it's it's coming back more now right um Red Hot Chili Peppers, though, just lyrics are phenomenal. Like, what? there's nothing, I can't say anything bad about uh, Red Hot Chili Peppers. You know, I grew up listening to them all the time. I think of them as, like, my summer, like, fun band. Like, that's what, if I'm driving on the expressway and they got the mm-hmm. windows open, I'm playing Danny California. Um, third, Wu-Tang Clan from Staten Island. That's my rap group I'll always go with. Uh, Cream, like, Protect Your Neck. Like, I grew up listening to those songs. Um, of course, you know. Staten Island's own, too. Oh, of course. Four, The Eagles, Hotel California. I should have put in my top uh, five songs, but, uh, yeah, it's one of my, I know, like, every word to that song. Uh, my goal is to one day, like, I'm learning guitar right now, is to play Hotel really? California and guitar, yeah. That's one so, band I still need to learn more about. I oh, really, so I really only know Hotel California. Like, don't you feel there's some artists that so many people know and love, but you, not that you don't dislike, not that you dislike them, but you just haven't had the time to hear much of them. Like exactly, Billy yeah. Joel was another one for me. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, I could put Billy Joel in there too. Like that's I, I gotta just. It's so easy with Spotify now, as long as they don't lock us out like they did today. Yeah. But, uh, um, that's one man I have to get into more. And what was the number one? Uh, no, no, it's number five. I went one today. I went oh, one oh, sorry, my five, bad. five Counting Crows. Mr. Jones really? is one of my one of my honorable <laughs> one of my great songs that I love vibing to. I'm like, I think Counting Crows. I put five is like my spoof band, like just like funny, like fucking around, having fun. Like uh, Counting Crows is. A, I, I I listen to Counting Crows when I study, and I'm like, all right, I would need to have some kind of like giddy like happiness mm-hmm. while I'm miserable in a room for six hours. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah, honorable mentions: Beatles and Rolling Stones. Ooh. Symphony to the Devil. Definitely a uh, Painted Black. Great yeah. songs. Oh, I bounce. I always Painted Black's one of my favorite songs to play in the summer specifically. Never, never disappointed with no, uh, bounce with uh, bumping that. And another honorable mention for me too is just Lonely Island. Like I, mm. they, they are legit funny. They really do have some legit bangers and good songs and uh, hilarious lyrics. And uh, as we mentioned have some stories with their music too. So Lonely Island, love that. Love Love that group. And so to round round this out, now we're going to talk about our favorite individual artists. One person, he or she, what do you have to say? We'll start with, uh, we'll go with, uh, we'll start with you with this one. Tell us some of those favorite artists. All right. So I did a culmination of, I took one person from a band just because of how good I like his voice. So number one, I go Frank Sinatra, mm-hmm. individual artist, just the, his music has spanned over generations. Like I've never seen before between like him, Aretha Franklin, like you could fit the Beatles. Like he, I keep them three on like the same par of everyone knows a song by them. Yeah. You know what I mean, so like um you know uh, Louis, uh armstrong you know what a wonderful world like there's like those kind of like artists trans transcend time and any generation knows those songs i even put biggie at that point in that level that mm-hmm. in the future um second kirk cobain kirk cobain just you know it's the greatest tragedy of music that kirk cobain unfortunately uh you know, passed away um, because I think that if Nirvana was still around, it would have, it would only have gotten better. And, yeah. you know, only three just, albums, man. And two of yeah. the true lineup, the quintessential yeah. lineup. And like the impact on him on just like pop, like this culture and just like, uh, even it's like a way, like music culture, just a way of life. Like that, like a uh, Seattle grunge kind of vibe, kind of feeling like, like I think of the movie, like, you know, like 
think of bands that came off of them, like Alice in Chains and like Foo Fighters, mm-hmm. like those kind of like grunge, like Seattle grunge, like kind of vibe, like just the, what's the name of the movie? Singles. Like that's like, that's like basically. I, I still want to see that. Great movie. Uh, three, Dermot Kennedy. Dermot Kennedy. Irish, Dermot Kennedy. I got to send it to you. He's an Irish singer and his music is just, it's poetic. It's absolutely amazing. It just expresses such a deep emotion. And it's something that like, I, you know, just vibe with and calm down. My friend got me onto Dermot Kennedy and I will always love his music. Fourth, you know, four has to be my brother, 4B. Um, you know, I, I can't not put him at four just because of the name, but also the fact that um, I watched an artist grow in my basement and my garage from the age of 16 to now 29. And it went from DJing communions and, you know, little parties to from for families to touring the world doing edc's coachella's you know what i mean like making uh songs with trippy red chris brown and other people so djing with Shaq. so just to actually see that happen before your eyes um he has to be in my top five you know what i mean i'm a, and i'm the best man for his wedding so i feel like i have to put him on my list how wholesome um, man love to hear yeah. that. that's really and then sweet five five old kanye <laughs> Kanye, old, old Kanye, Con- old Kanye. I call, I won't. It's old Kanye. That's the only way I say it. Fair enough. Fair enough. I hear that. Yeah. So, for mine, now number five, I guess, will be just a bunch of honorable mentions too. So I include Childish Gambino, Justin Timberlake, The Weeknd, Drake, Juice World, and Don Talavera. Just a bunch of different artists that all have songs that, again, bring out emotions, songs that create good memories, songs that inspire me to be a better person, to be more upkept with myself, to be more suave and to take care of myself. Some of their music provides that for me. I like that. Bad Bunny's another one. Truly, I learned I can appreciate arts from all artists from all over the world. Um. He was I, he's been on my top five Spotify most listened to artists since I got into him a few years ago and just the best damn dance music right now in the 2020s is reggaeton music. And he's a big artist in that next to what your no, brother does to prevent to 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 provide for people dancing and having a good time. Yes, sir. John Mayer is actually number three for me. He's actually oh, from the town next to me, Fairford, Connecticut. Um, or I should say two towns away from me. I just, his guitar, just this a man oh, with a guitar. That's all he needs. And I can be chilling for an hour and a half to two hours. That's another dream concert. He was just at the garden and missed him at this tour, but hopefully the next one. Ageless. I think he's, yeah, he's, you're right. Ageless wonder. I think he, um, I think he just he's performed with all these amazing artists from all genres and such a great collaborator. And I liked all his albums from one as early when I was a kid, the room for squares till uh, his most recent one, John Mayer music. Always fun. Now I will say Kanye all over the place. I'm Kanye is one person. I, I'm able to separate art from the artists. And as I, and I do agree, some of his older stuff is a bit more quality, more original but I do have some bangers on my list for his later stuff too. And he can be, he arguably is the biggest in terms of most influence, good or bad, but Mm -hmm. I agree. He's arguably the biggest artist alive right now. And from marketing, whether ethical or unethical, this guy made a name for himself. Everybody in the world, Mm -hmm. I think has least heard of Kanye West. And what I think is that, his relationship with Jay-Z got him from an artist to a brand. Oh yeah. I would and say. On huge reason why to watch genius. You see how that exactly unfolds. So I'll just leave it at that. No spoiler. You'll see exactly how that happened. And, um, Kanye and with this, he really does have some great music and I was lost to say, but, um, it really is one of the most fascinating character studies we'll ever see with, uh, Mr. West. And favorite artist, Kendrick Lamar, as you said, best lyricist alive, never made a bad album. He's on a yeah. hot streak now. I think there's a reason why he now is five years since he released Damn, because I mean, quality over quantity. Yeah, this dude 
Think about one of my favorite fun facts. He won the Pulitzer Prize for music. No That's, one yeah. no, has ever outside of classical music won that. Think about this. The Beatles didn't win that. Bob, no Bob Dylan, no Aretha Franklin, no uh, name every artist precedes Kendrick Lamar. He was the one who won the first Pulitzer Prize non-classical music. That yeah, says something. That means there are prestigious old rich dudes who even think this guy has something to say. Love that. Yeah, I was thinking about that, the voting, yeah. Yeah, and I think that really is the ultimate example of how this guy is so impactful and just the beats that come out with it, the uh, really powerful stuff he has to say. And I just think I've bumped Kendrick songs with people and low-key made us closer together. It's like, yo, this guy is some, this guy is going in. And um, wow. All I can say is, wow, good stuff to that. Love that. Yeah. And well, Mr. McKeon, it's a pleasure as always. Is there anything we're leaving out or need? Greatest advice to anyone right now. Listen to you Discover Weekly every Monday. It updates on Mondays on Spotify. You find new songs and new artists that you'd never expected. Like I started doing that this year and I've expanded my palette of music greatly. I have to say, I am somebody who often ignores his Discover for you. And now I need to give them a chance. Again, as long as they don't log me out like they did today. Exactly. Um, that That is a very important to note. And uh, last but not least, you know what's a great song that I love seeing randomly? A random thought, I'll leave with this, that at least specifically people our age, if we can <laughs> vibe a good time. Two songs by this this artist. Avril Lavigne, Skater Boy, and Complicated. Get a sing-along if you just want to see a bunch of people laugh at oh the same God. time and post videos. Like your face right now, you just gave the funniest smirk I've ever seen. <laughs> Avril oh, Lavigne, Skater Boy, and Complicated played at the right time. Just laughing right at place them. at the right time. You will oh. get a spark with someone or a bunch oh, of people. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Pleasure as always, Brian. Thank, thank you for having you me for back. Great work. And thank you for coming on. And we'll uh, be bringing you back on as, as per usual. I mean, not only we have some March Madness coming up, we could play it about baseball, NFL free agency. We could talk other things for movies, more music and all that. I'm not going anyway. We got a lot of work to do. Yes, we do. This is why you are one of the best guests to come on the show. But thank I you. my best. <laughs> I appreciate you, man. Mm-hmm. All right, everybody. Brian McKeon, thanks again. We'll see you soon, my dude. Thanks again for Be talking good, for some music. Pleasure. I'll catch you later. Thank you to Brian McKeon for another stellar appearance on the Productive Conversations podcast. Don't forget to like and subscribe to the Productive Conversations podcast on all podcasts and platforms and YouTube. Don't forget to check out exclusive content regarding this show on ProductiveConversationsPodcast.com. And don't forget to check us out in the world of social media. We're on Instagram at Productive Conversations Podcast. We're on Twitter at ProdConvoPod. We're on TikTok at Productive Conversations. So... Tuesday, March 15th is when the show returns, and that show is going to be all things March Madness. As this weekend, we have conference championships taking place. March Madness, the NCAA's Division I Men's Basketball Championship. 68 teams compete for the ultimate national championship. So seriously, it's going to be stellar and everything is madness from here on out. And Productive Conversations has exclusive coverage regarding this year's March Madness Tournament. So we have a crew of old friends and new friends who are coming on to talk about their brackets as we break down the March Madness Tournament and break down our brackets. So it's going to be a hell of a time. I will be doing a lot of homework this week 
weekend to get ready for this big show. And we're going to record it on Monday after Selection Sunday this Sunday. And we'll tell you how it all unfolds on Tuesday. It's going to be a great show, everybody. And you do not want to miss it. So with that, enjoy your weekend. If you have an opportunity that you need to fulfill by hiring a stellar podcast and production professional, hit me up mbrown3212 at gmail.com. Don't forget to check in on your friends and family. Don't forget to have a wonderful weekend and enjoy it, everybody. Daylight Savings is this weekend as well. So that means longer days are ahead. The spring is pretty much here. And uh, you know that we're about to start a great era of the year. So with that, my name is Matt Brown. I am the host of the Productive Conversations podcast. And I'll see you on Tuesday for all things March Madness. Peace. All she needed was some...